step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Welcome to the Get More Business Show, the cure for makeshift marketing. I'm your host, Melody Campbell. And on this weekly podcast, we'll cover the latest online marketing strategies and tactics that work for the local brick and mortar business today. Whether you have a new or established business, this weekly podcast will provide a plain English explanation and application for the local business owner. The Get More Business Show is brought to you by thesmallbusinessguru.com, a full-service digital marketing agency. Weekly episodes with show notes can be found at thesmallbusinessguru.com forward slash podcast. My fellow business owners, this is Melody Campbell, the Small Business Guru, and I am your guide to get more business. Yeah, actually, that's just all a guru is, is a guide to help you along the way. You know your business and you know it really well. So you're maybe an attorney, an alternative healthcare provider. Uh, maybe you own your own fitness center or you're a salon owner. You know your business and you may need a guide to help you with the marketing of your business. So I'm gonna start a series that I am calling Business Growth Solve for X. So I believe that business development and growth is as simple as a math equation. So the math equation, solve for X, that's algebra. And I remember when I was in middle school, when they first introduced algebra to me, I was completely confused as to why they were adding letters with the numbers, what the heck. But I've since come to terms with it and I realized that the letters are just variables. Solve for X, so that would be your known number. So you get to pick what that number is. So for example, X is maybe um, how much monthly income you want to produce. Could be revenue, could be profit. You get to decide because this is your business. So just for the sake of this conversation, let's say X is actually your first $100,000 in annual income. So solve for X. What do I have to do on the other side of the equation to get to $100,000 in income? Now, most people think there's all these things that you need to do in business, but really I break it down into A plus B equals X. And on the A side of the equation, what does A represent? Remember I said the letters represent variables? The A represents anything that can be counted or quantified. That's the math problem. So maybe... Uh, who is my market? And then you're identifying how big is that market? So if I say my market are solo and small practice attorneys, 
I need to be able to count the size of that market to understand whether or not that's the, that's the right market for me. Is it the right size? I know I have the message that they need, but is it the right size? Do I need to expand that market or reduce that market because maybe it's too big? And then the next thing on that list, on the math side, the A side, which is the math problems, is where and how am I connecting with my ideal market? So if I say that my market is solo and small practice attorneys, now I could put anything in there and I could have more than one. So I might work, work with attorneys and I also might work with alternative healthcare providers, but I have to aim at one at a time. So the second question, as I mentioned, is where and how am I connecting? So I'm looking at all the places, I, something I can count and quantify, of where I'm connecting with my ideal market. So I could be connecting on social media. Are they going to be more available on Facebook or are they going to be more available on LinkedIn or Instagram? So in the case of the attorneys, I'm probably going to be more likely to connect with them on LinkedIn, if at all. Social media might not actually be the best place for me to connect with that market. Uh, so then I'm looking for where else can I connect with that market where they will be uh, present and active in that space. And am I, you know, can I be a part of that environment so I can connect with them, get to know them, understand their needs, and then provide them with a solution. And then number three on that list is results ahead of time. So what many business owners do is they will begin to ask for the sale before they've demonstrated their own value. What you want to do is you want to build a tribe and you want to offer value ahead of time. So what you might want to do is um, have a podcast where you're talking about what you know your audience wants to know and you're providing them this value ahead of time you could start a youtube channel and along the way in and connecting with them where you've identified where you can connect with them you may want to invite them to come to your website and opt in to get a a case history a white paper an ebook a blueprint a checklist something of value that they are going to recognize a value that they say, oh, I can't believe she's given this away for free. I want that. Yes, you can have my name and email address so I can download this great offer for no price. So you're offering value ahead of time, absolutely free. Because here's what's going to happen when you do that. People are going to understand that you have something that they want and they will begin to either qualify themselves or disqualify themselves. So they might listen to you for a while and go, yeah, and that's not really what I'm looking for and go someplace else. That's totally fine. You want that to happen. But then you also want to have somebody that's listening to your podcast or watching your YouTube videos or 
they come to your web website, read your blogs or your blog posts, and they subscribe, give you their name and email address, and they look, they look, your market looks for other ways to engage with the value that you're providing ahead of time. And what ends up happening is they begin to like you and trust you because that's really important for the next step on the A side of the equation. Now, remember, we're talking about A plus B equals X. And X is, just for sake of example, $100, your first $100,000 in business. So on the A side is everything that be quantified and counted. We've already talked about who's your market, how and where are you connecting with them, and then results ahead of time. So that how can that be counted? And quantified. Well, how many times are you offering this value ahead of time? Regular weekly podcasts, regular weekly YouTube videos, you're sending out once a week emails, but you're engaging with them and showing up with value frequently, something that could be counted quantified and potentially scalable. So you can, if you want to reach a bigger audience, then you do this on a bigger, grander scale multiplied 10x your value offering that puts you in front of more people from your ideal market, okay? And then once you've begun offering value ahead of time, you make an offer. And that, my friends, is what we sadly run from, and that's making sales. But basically, Here's what you're doing is you're not trying to sell everybody that can fog a mirror. You're just trying to sell people that have self-qualified from your ideal market. Okay, let me say that a different way. So if you've identified your ideal market, you know that you have a valuable solution for this particular group of people and they've begun to self-identify. So they regularly show up and they listen to your podcast, watch your YouTube video. They've signed up for your regular weekly emails. Maybe they've downloaded some piece of value, an ebook or a white paper, a checklist that you've offered them. That's how they self-identify. You might even have a Facebook group where people are asking to join because they say, I want more of what you're offering. And once they've self-identified that they think what information you're delivering is valuable, those are the people you want to make your offer to. And then, even among that audience, they're they're, um, listening to, watching, reading your valuable information ahead of time before they're paying you for any of it. You're even going to find that 80% of those are not going to accept your offer. It's kind of that old 80-20 rule. But 20% of them, when you make the offer, are going to turn their heads, metaphorically, and pay attention to that offer. And they will, some of them, will actually buy everything you offer. Okay? So if you're a parent, you might relate to this. Or if you know somebody who's a parent, you might relate to this. Imagine taking your kids to the playground and you're sitting on the bench nearby, and you're having a conversation with your spouse or your significant other or maybe another mom, and you're sitting there chatting, and all of a sudden you hear, Mom, 
or you might hear dad if you're da if you're dad you turn your head no matter who's calling because you're a mom you're a dad and that's a really relevant call to you and you want to hear and see what's going on so you turn your head that's the kind of engagement you want to have once you've cultivated and 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 curated your own tribe of people who love your information the value that you're providing ahead of time and if they're ready when you say hey I have an offer and here's how you can join my workshop my course you can hear me speak live you can buy my book all of those offers the right people are going to turn their head, pull out their debit or credit card, and sign up. Okay, so you're really only making the offer to qualified people. And some people are going to say no, even ones that are already in your tribe, because for whatever reason, they're not ready. And here's what I've learned. The price you are asking is irrelevant if they have a serious need for the value that you're offering. So once you decide, okay, I've been offering this free value, you've been listening to my weekly podcast, and you keep coming back because you love it, but now I'm going to charge you for this big event, and you can come. If the information hits the sweet spot in where uh, in, in the solution that you're providing for the problem that they're trying to solve, what you charge is literally irrelevant because if they want what you have to offer, they will find the money and pay for it. Now, you know, obviously, you, I suppose you could overcharge for something, but let me, let me just give you an example. So a few years ago, uh, I was in a position where I wanted to lose some weight. And so for years I was kind of like, yeah, you know, I should probably lose some weight. And I just kept gaining a little more every year. And, you know, I'd have to buy a bigger size clothing. And then at some point it got to where, you know what, not only do I feel like I'm bigger than I want to be, but I feel like this is causing me some health problems and I must lose weight. And I got on the phone with somebody who was a health coach and she made an offer to me uh, for a product and for coaching. And my first thought, in fact, before I ever got on the phone with her, because I knew she was going to make an offer, before I ever got on the phone with her, I decided I couldn't afford what she offered. Like, I, okay, I'm just going to hear her out, what she has to say. I'm going to still try to do this on my own because I'm smart enough to figure out how to lose weight or how to maintain my weight. And I really don't need to pay anybody to help me lose weight. But when she got on the phone with me, she didn't start by making an offer. She started having a conversation with me. And she began to share with me. And I don't even know if I can, I can actually um, describe. But somehow she got into my thinking. And, and we had this conversation about how I had come to a place in my life I think I had just turned you know somewhere in my 40s and I was realizing that weight loss was not as easy as it used to be and maybe I was going through the change of life which my hormone 
uh, my hormones were out of balance and, you know, everything was a little more complicated. And then what that impact would make on my health if I didn't get a rein in, if I didn't rein in on this before it got way out of control, what kind of things I might be experiencing. And I was totally in my own mind as we talked. It wasn't about the offer she was making. It was about the life I was experiencing in real time and what I saw in my future and how I wanted to prevent that. And then she made the offer. And at first I thought, you know, I already decided I wasn't going to spend any money. And actually, I can't afford this. But in reality, I can't afford not to get this. And I figured out where I was going to pull this money from. And so basically, I just mentally just did this really quick juggling act. Like, okay, if I spend this money that had previously been allocated for that, I'll figure out where to come up with that money later because I'm doing this. And so she, in a moment, now it wasn't the first conversation I'd had with her, and I'd been engaging with her um, on social media. And so over time, I had actually already become a part of her tribe, where ahead of time, she was offering me value, so I trusted her. So that by the time she had this conversation with me, where I could tell, that she really understood and maybe even was experiencing herself the place in my life where I was at and the changes I needed to make in order to prevent the health issues that were certainly in my future if I didn't make a change. I was ready. I mean, it was just like, yes, sign me up. And I accepted her offer and I paid her the money And I didn't regret it. It was a worthwhile investment and decision. The decision came from an internal, um, uh, something inside of me. She didn't trick me. She didn't coerce me. She didn't even really convince me. But she got me to thinking in my own head, uh, thinking through the problem I was experiencing, And deciding on my own that now was the time and her offer was the best decision that I could make. So that's what happens when you make the offer to the right person. Now, but see, you don't have to be afraid when you make the offer to the person who's either not the right person or it's not the right time. Because what's the worst that could happen? They'll say no. No, thank you. And that's okay. Because maybe they're not ready or maybe even though they've decided they're part of your tribe, they're really not the right person that you want to be working with. So they say no. You just keep offering value ahead of time and keep making the offer. Okay, now here's another really quick example. I'm absolutely obsessed with Brooke Castillo. She she owns the Life Coach uh, training, Life Coach Life coach school? Anyways, I might be saying it wrong as I'm right now. I can't think of it. But she trains life coaches how to be life coaches and then how to succeed at being a life coach, how to make an extraordinary amount of income by helping the people that are a part of your tribe. Well, I started listening to her podcast, uh, the Life Coach School podcast. And like, 
I, I don't even know how I started listening to it. I don't even know how I discovered it. But I looked through her podcast and I found, a, you know, a title. Oh, that's interesting because I'm a perpetual personal development junkie. Like I listen to Tony Robbins and I listen to um, Jim Rohn and, um, you know, the names go on and on. Oprah Winfrey. I mean, all those that talk about, you know, your heart and your soul and your mind and your emotions. I love that kind of stuff. So that's probably how I came across your podcast. And I listened to a few titles that interested me. And as I began to listen to him, I was like, oh, wow, you know what? I've not heard anything like this before. And this is actually really good. And eventually I went back to the very beginning. And she had, at the time I started listening, I think she might have had a little over 200 podcasts. But I, So I went back to podcast number one, and I started listening to every single podcast, like binge listening. I would get up at 5 o'clock in the morning to head to the gym, and I would get my headphones out, and I would start listening to the, you know, the next episode of uh, Brooke Castillo and the Life Coach uh, School podcast. And the whole time I was working out for the next hour, and her podcasts are short, you know, maybe between 18 and 30, sometimes 40 minutes, I would just listen to one after another, one after another. Every time I was in the car traveling to appointments, any kind of driving I had to do, I was just listening, listening, listening. And every podcast she offers, first of all, she's delivering value ahead of time. All the content on her podcast is extraordinary. And she could literally charge for all of it. But with her podcast, she offers access to her self, uh, self-coaching self scholars. And it's $297. And in the very beginning, I kept saying, yeah, that would be nice, but I'm not going to spend almost $300 a month. I can't afford it right now. No, no, no. And I listened to the podcast day after day, and I think I got to almost 200 podcasts. And finally, I said, I've got to have more. Like, I want... I want like, you know, I feel like I've been, you know, listening to appetizers, so to speak. I want full course meals of what she has to offer. And finally, I decided to sign up for self-coaching scholars and pay $300 a month. But here's what I discovered with, with Brooke's self-coaching scholars. Once you sign up, you can't quit. And it's, I believe it's a one-year commitment. So you can't just sign up one month and then quit and come back and come and go. And you have to make a commitment or you, and I don't know, like does time after six months have to go by, you can try again, but I just know it's a one-year commitment and you can't come and go. And I decided that was going to be the first bill I paid or the first, I shouldn't say bill, that was my first investment I was going to make every month was my access to self-coaching scholars. And it was the best investment. And I'm right now, I'm at six months. October makes my sixth month and I'm a VIP. And I get this beautiful box in the mail with all these things in it and this recognition for sticking with it for six months. And I, I couldn't be happier that I just paid her $300 a month for six months. So I've just paid this woman $1,800 and I've never met her. And I'm ecstatic that I've paid her all this money because her information and her message has made such a big impact 
on every area of my life. But for, I don't know how many months, maybe six months prior to making that investment, I kept saying, no, I don't think so. I'll watch, I'll listen to your podcast. I'm not going to spend $300 a month. And she just kept offering value and making the offer until I was ready. And then when I was ready, I am so committed to this decision and I, I honestly, I can't wait to spend more money with her. I can't wait until the next month and the next month and the next month. So back to our math equation. A plus B equals X. X, we get to decide what that is. And for the purposes of this example, it is your first $100,000 in business. And the A side are the five aspects of your business that can be counted, quantified, and are scalable because it's all based on numbers. So it's who's your ideal market? Whose problem are you solving? Is that a big enough market or is it too big? Because you can actually be too big. And we're going to revisit each of these categories in a future episode with a lot more depth. How and where are you getting in front of this ideal market? And as I think I mentioned before, you can have more than one ideal market. So I work with attorneys, I work with alternative healthcare professionals, and I work with new startup businesses. That's the first thing that they're doing. I work with them. Um, and But when I'm talking to one category, typically I talk to just that category. And then, um, so how and where am I connecting with them? I look for all the ways where I can get in front of this particular audience. And it's not, you know, not everybody's on Facebook. Not everybody's on LinkedIn. But I reach out to that specific ideal market in each category that's relevant to them. And then I begin offering results ahead of time. So it's my podcast. It's my weekly email. It's maybe before they even get on my email, I'm giving them some downloadable content that they can get access to ahead of time an ebook a white paper a case history a checklist a blueprint a roadmap something that's relevant to the problem that they've already identified that they have and the solution that I'm saying hey I can provide you a solution to this problem download my checklist on how to do it on how to approach it and then as they begin to become a part of my tribe, I begin to make offers. So it might be a live workshop, a webinar, a course. Um, you know, in my case, I actually work with them on their marketing strategy. I do a cost-effective um, or a competitive analysis of what's happening in their marketplace and what they need to do to actually build an online presence that brings them all the leads that they can handle. And then, so that's my make an offer, and then delivery. So, you know, like in my own case, I've been delivering a lot of this myself, and I'm starting to get as busy as I want to be. I am just working day and night, weekends included, on, you know, building the websites, creating the content, um, doing search engine optimization, uh, editing recorded podcasts. And I'm like, I have no personal time left because I'm doing all the things myself. Well, now I'm beginning to 
add to my team, and I have independent contractors that I vetted and worked with to improve my delivery. So, so I have people that write the content and they do the search engine optimization and they do the editing of the podcast and they um, do the, they, they work with me to set up the social media posts that go out on a daily basis. They're doing all of those things either for me or with me, and that's a whole new area of growth. But that allows me to deliver more effectively to more people and create an experience where word of mouth, I get good referrals or good reviews on um, Google and Facebook and LinkedIn and on my own website. And then they tell their friends and coworkers and well, maybe not coworkers, but their peers who also own businesses that they should talk to me. In fact, because of offering this value ahead of time, I've even been invited to speak for um, some different continuing education programs for some um, business categories that are required to have continuing education credits every year. So now I'm going through the process of getting accredited for the workshops that I hold, the webinars that I do, so that they can get continuing education credits on uh, building a profitable online presence. So uh, delivery is very much a part of that whole experience. So everything that I've just mentioned, I'm going to recap again. Whose problem are you solving? That's your ideal market. Where and how are you connecting with them? So that might be out on social media. It might be um, uh, offline groups. It might be networking. It might be private groups within the social media. So that you can offer results ahead of time. So as you're connecting with this tribe, you can put out there, hey, I've got a podcast where I talk about this problem and this solution. And they're going to self-identify and say, oh, hey, I have that problem and I'm looking for a solution. And they'll watch your videos, they'll listen to your podcast, and they'll download your valuable content and allow you to send them emails because it's relevant to a problem that they're trying to solve. And this is all value ahead of time. You're not charging them a dime for this. And they get closer and closer. Sometimes they feel like, hey, you're my bestie. So that's kind of how I feel about Brooke Castillo. I feel like she's one of my best girlfriends and I've never met her. She has no idea who I am. I am a self-appointed um a brand ambassador for everything she does. And I tell everybody about it. And I'm so disappointed when somebody says, yeah, I'm not really interested in that. I'm like, you have no idea. You got to listen to this. It's going to change your life. Well, the people that you've offered value ahead of time, many of them are going to do that for you. They're going to tell everybody, hey, you've got to listen to this person. And then you can make an offer. And of that tribe of people that have already self-identified that they, their problem is, is they want to hook it up with your solution because you've got it. 80% of them are not going to spend any money with you at any given time. 20% of them are going to say yes, and a percentage of those are going to buy everything you offer. And that, and that number, that percentage, remember I said this is all stuff that can be counted, quantified, and scalable. And that number is going to change. So it might always be 80%, but of that 80%, people are going to graduate to that 20% and be ready 
to spend money with you or they're going to graduate to being the kind of person who buys everything you offer. And then the delivery is going to expand on something that's count countable, quantifiable, and scalable, they're going to tell people, and that's going to grow exponentially. So we've got the A side. Then the B side is the mind problem. And this is the piece that is like, it's like the golden key that unlocks everything. So as I was describing the A side, your market, how you're connecting, your message, your results ahead of time, making the offer and delivering on it, you might be saying, yeah, yeah, I know all that. I know I, I, I know I should be doing all that, but there's so many things to do and I don't know where to start and I'm really too busy because I don't have enough time because, you know, I have kids or, you know, I'm retired and or, but you see that conversation that you're having? That's all the mind problems. So I'll tell you about one that I have. So I have been doing digital marketing for myself or other companies for about 18 years. I fell in love with the internet when I got my very first AOL disc in the mail. I popped it into my computer and whenever I got my first email and I heard that voice say, you've got mail. It was like, oh, it gave me goosebumps to realize that using my computer, I could connect to the rest of the world. And I could also use that computer to take the message for my business everywhere. I just had to help people find me. That was so exhilarating. And I started to learn about it. In fact, at the time, I was married to a man who worked for a Gannett newspaper. And I told him, this is going to put you out of business. And he scoffed at me. And he's like, yeah, right. This is a pants, passing fancy. It's just, you know, people will get over it. You know, people like holding that newspaper and going out to their um, porch every morning and having to find it on their uh you know, right in front of their door, or in many cases, in the flower bed, in the mud, in a water puddle. Yeah, people like that. Wrong. I could see the future, and I was loving it. So I had, a, at the time, had a promotional products business, and I had one of the first uh, uh, online, quote-unquote, e-commerce um, websites for custom imprinted promotional products. So my industry um, association provided us, uh, we can pay for it, um, a database and an, kind of an ordering platform, if you will. It was, and I say quote unquote e-commerce because we actually, there was no money exchanged. That wasn't happening yet. So it was like in the late 90s, like maybe 1998, 1999. But our customers could go online and they could search this database of thousands of products, select an item, put a quantity on it and tell us about their logo, how many, you know, how many positions of an imprint, how many colors were in their logo. And then we could follow up with an actual quote and physically take the order either over the phone or go see them in person. And one of my first orders was from the Department of Employment here in the state of Oregon. And it was for it was for $75,000 is what the proposal request was for. And it ended up being over $100,000 because I, I, of course, provided them 
a proposal for that $75,000 and they, I won the bid because you had to win the bid and, um, you know, I have other people that submitted a bid and over that year's time, the order, you know, items were added and quantities were increased and it was over a hundred thousand dollars that year from a website. And I was like, this is magic. So long story short is I, you know, I, I kept learning more, learning more. I learned from all kinds of, you know, people, um, Alex Mendozian, Terry Dean, Frank Kern. Some of you may or may not recognize these names, but those were the founders of how to do business online. And I eventually started working for a startup company where we recruited and trained um, uh, salespeople using all tools of the internet. Big part of our um, recruiting tools was YouTube videos, and and I actually didn't have much to do with that, but the uh, founder of the company had recorded over 200 videos, and so he got lots of leads from those videos. And then I was part of the team that set up all the processes on the back end to um, to capture those leads, so they were downloading eBooks. And they were as you know, they came to our chat and they were asking for more information and how do I sign up with this guy? And so I was a part of all of that. And in one year we recorded, we recruited 456 new agents and we took new agent activation from 20% to 60% using this online strategy, online presence. And, um, and eventually I, I left that company and went to go work with something else. In fact, I started publishing um, a, a print and mailed magazine for an upscale neighborhood here in Portland, which was actually a, a really interesting experience. And I was asking myself, why am I doing print when my background is digital marketing? But even then, I started using social media in a lot of unique ways to help connect me with the people that I would sell the advertising to. I could get in front of them very efficiently using social media in order to get the in-person appointment. And during this whole time, uh, I think it was like in 2014, I thought, well, I better learn what I'm doing, so I think I'll go back and get a master's degree in internet marketing. So I, I, I completed that at Full Sail U University in uh, Florida, and I got all A's except in one class, I got a B plus. And the only reason I got a B plus in that class, I don't remember what the topic was, because I turned in one assignment about two minutes late. So since it was all online, it was time stamped when I turned it in, it uploaded a couple minutes past the hour of when it was supposed to be in. And so I got my grade taken down a point and I got a B plus on that page, which skewed the grade for the whole class. I got a B plus in the class. All my other classes, I got A's in. Okay. So given all this background, 18 years working in the industry, seeing some success with it, whether it was for myself or someone else and having a master's degree, now I'm launching my own digital marketing um, uh, agency. You know what the thoughts are in my head? I'm not smart enough. I can't do this by myself. I really should be working for another company. Like, what if somebody hears my podcast and they say, oh, she doesn't know what she's talking about. Like, really? 
can you believe I'm thinking this? Like, if I heard this from anybody else but me, I'd be like, seriously, you got straight A's in your master's degree and you don't think you know what you're talking about? Now, I'm not bragging on myself. I'm trying to make a contrast for all these years of experience. I have a successful track record, whether working for myself or somebody else. I have lots of education and I'm wondering if I know what I'm talking about. That's ridiculous, but we do that to ourselves all the time. So, you know, as we're going through the math side, whose problem am I solving? Some of the mind problems come up and I say, well, you know, I can't work with this particular market because, you know, I might say I can't work with attorneys, you know, they they might think I don't know what I'm talking about or they I'm not a big enough agency, they might not hire me or um, you know, all kind just all the thoughts that come in your head. And, and so even just getting to this podcast every single week, I've told myself, I don't have enough time. I'm too busy. I have too much work to do. And finally, I decided I need to listen to my own message. I can't afford not to engage with delivering value ahead of time, or I will have no tribe to make my offer to. And if my tribe is really tiny of the people who know that I might know what I'm talking about. If 80% of them say no, I might only have one or two people to say yes, and that's not enough to sustain my business on. I've got to get my message out there, provide value ahead of time to lots of people in my market to get the right number of them to take me up on an offer and hire me. So I actually first came across this message of A plus B equals X listening to one of Brooke Castillo's, um, her entrepreneur video set in Self-Coaching Scholars. And she talks about quite a few other things in this video series. And she doesn't say it exactly the way that I'm saying it. But, you know, she her her video series on, you know, entrepreneurism, I'm not sure exactly what she calls it. I don't remember, but it's only available on self-coaching scholars. And I took that and I thought, okay, this makes sense to me. And in fact, this math problem, that's how she identified it. And the more I kept thinking about it and talking about it, I said, well, of course that's a math problem. And I, maybe she said it, I, I never heard her say this, but I, I was like, oh, because all of the, it's a math problem because it's countable, quantifiable, and scalable. The, the market, connecting, offering value, making an offer, and delivery, all those things can be counted and multiplied. That's a math problem. I was like, oh. And then the mind problem, here's the really cool thing. Now, she may have said this or noticed it, but I didn't notice it when I heard her stuff. And I'm like, not only am I experiencing a mind problem. So like, hey, I should do this weekly podcast, but I don't have enough time because I've got too many customers. But then when I've serviced the customers and I've delivered, then I have to go out and get new customers again. So I should have this podcast so I can have the steady stream of customers, but I can't because I don't have enough time. You see how that mind loop, that's like an error loop and a thought, a thought error. And it's just looping and looping and looping. But here's the next thing that I discovered that, like, to me, feels like this original thought about my own experience is that my customers have these mind problems 
that keep them from taking action. Yeah, so it doesn't matter what your product or service is. If they're saying, I don't have enough time, I don't have enough money, I can't do it because something's wrong with me, I'm too tall, I'm too short, I'm too fat, I'm too thin, I'm too this, I'm too that. That's all a mind problem. And your message needs to address their mind problem. So for example, I have this attorney that I work with and he's hired me to do the social media. I get the message out there and he's supposed to provide me with one article a month. But that's a big challenge for him every month. So I'm still doing the social posting and I kind of, you know, I have to find the images and the content that we post on, but none of it is around the solution that he offers. And I, I shouldn't say it's not exactly that. So if he wrote an article that answered a question or provided information on the topic that 88% of his ideal market is looking for, like, what happens, you know, when I'm in a car accident? You know, what, what should I do at the scene of the accident? What kind of photos should I take? Or is my insurance company going to take care of me? Do I really need to hire an attorney because I've been in a car accident? Like, how do I know? If he created content around that, he would do better at his tribe building. Now, I am sure he, he's been an attorney for, you know, a number of years and he has court cases that he's actively engaged in. But I suspect, he's not said this to me, but I suspect he's got some kind of mind thing going on. Too busy now. But here's the thing. You'll find the time for what you believe to be important. If he understood how powerful these articles would be, and they just don't need to be very long, three to 500 words, answer a question that his audience is looking for answers to. He's going to be able to attract and grow a tribe that if and when they or someone they know are involved in an accident, whether it's auto, motorcycle, they were hit while they were on a bicycle, all the things that he services, he's going to be their natural choice. They're going to call him when they have a need or they're going to recommend him to all their friends and family. And that article is going to do the work for him. He literally just has to show up for the consultation and take the case. I'm sure there's probably more involved with it than that, but those are the things when it comes to growing your business you know, they're going to be calling him and saying, I want to hire you. I'm ready. I was just in a car accident or my family member, my friend was in a car accident. I'm sending them to you because I know what you have to offer. You've been offering value ahead of time. I want in, but I wait month after month. I'm still posting. I have to look for the content, little short pieces of content And I invite them to call him, to hire him, to consult with him. But it's missing that value ahead of time. Because I suspect that something is going on on the B side of the equation. He's paying me to do the A side, which is a wonderful investment into his business. 
But the B side, I'm, I don't have enough time. I'm kind of overwhelmed with my commitments now. Where should I start? Procrastination. We don't even need a reason to procrastinate because if our mind thinks that maybe we're just a little bit uncomfortable creating that content, we're going to procrastinate all day and night. This is what happens. What we do, it's what our brain does. It's, it's, our primitive brain tries to protect us from rejection. And even though we know better, we do it to ourselves. So when I started realizing that my customers go through this, then the value I offer ahead of time, so in my podcasts and my blog posts and my social media posts, I address that and I say, you might think you want to work with me, but you might feel like you don't know enough or you don't have enough time to work on this. And I can address that with them. So it doesn't matter. So for example, um, in uh, one of my networking groups, I'm connected with um, uh, a salon owner and she does full body waxing. So she could do everything from your eyebrows to your legs. So top to bottom, she could do it all, everything in between. Um, And she was feeling a little like, oh, you know, I don't know. It feels kind of uncomfortable to go on my Facebook page and do these Facebook lives and start talking to people. And, um, you know, this makes me feel uncomfortable. And somewhere along the line, she heard me talk about the five sides of the math or the five aspects of the math problem. Whose problem are you solving? Where and how are you connecting? Offering results ahead of time, making offers, and then delivering on the service. And I just connected with her recently, and she said, I listened to that, and I had this epiphany. And I completely rebuilt my website, and I have offered so much information, and I'm starting to understand what my clients, you know, it's, you have to make yourself pretty, you have to be in a kind of a vulnerable vulnerable position when you're going to do body waxing. I mean, especially depending on where you're going to do the body waxing and how some people might be feeling like, you know, hey, I could just keep doing this myself because I'm not so sure if I want to give somebody access to my body there. But she's been addressing those things in her information and value and it's actually bringing her more business. And I was so ecstatic to hear that. And so this is the piece of the equation that has meant the most to me is as I begin to look at this math equation, A plus B equals X, I'm beginning to learn so much more about it. And so I think I could walk any business owner through the math side and the mind side and even identify what the clients are experiencing to help them close more sales and have their offers accepted more often and more confidently. So there you go. Business growth from day one to your 100 million is all this math problem. So um, it's A, that's the math problem, plus B, the mind problem, equals X. So we're going to go each week on this podcast a little more in depth with all of this 
And I hope you join me. It's going to get good because the more I talk about this, the better it gets. And as far as what I do at the Small Business Guru, I help uh, professionals, busy professionals, ones that are actually probably already really successful. And, and actually, I work with the new startups too. I help them identify their market, get in front of them in as, as, as many places as possible. And they might have more than one market. So that's okay. And we'll talk about this more in depth. I help them implement and put into place their value that they offer ahead of time. I help them create those calls to action, make an offer where you call them in. Hey, let me solve your problem. You know, all this value ahead of time is great. But if you need somebody to represent your case or you need somebody to help you improve your health or you need somebody to, you know, tweeze your eyebrows or wax your legs or cut your hair because I work with a salon too. If you need help, you know, if the business is making the offer, to the person who says, yes, I need somebody to represent me in court. I need somebody professional and quality to cut my hair or wax my legs. I'm ready to pay you. And then you deliver. We talk about the delivery process so you can deliver more and deliver on time. And such an experience that they want to review you in all the places online to help you get more customers. And they tell all their friends and family how amazing you are. I help people facilitate and execute and implement on the A side. But you can be sure that we will also talk about the B side. And if I hear my customers say, I don't know where to start, then we're going to talk about the B side. So we can get to the A side and implement and execute that with efficiency so they can reach their goal of X. So, Thank you very much. We'll talk about this more next week on the Get More Business Show. You have been awesome. Thanks for staying tuned. You have been listening to the Get More Business Show. I'm your host, Melody Campbell. The Get More Business Show is brought to you by thesmallbusinessguru.com, a full-service digital marketing agency, Weekly episodes with show notes can be found at thesmallbusinessguru.com forward slash podcast. I hope you join me again next week. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.